0: Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studios. This is the Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I'm Ramsey Personality, George Campbell, joined today by my colleague and good friend, Mr. Ken Coleman, best-selling author and host of the Ken Coleman Show. And we are here for you, America. We're taking your calls about life, money, career, toxic bosses, moving across the country, switching jobs, paying off some debt. Let's go. Triple Eight five two two five is the number to call that's triple eight eight two five five two two five we're getting started with chloe in uh, idaho that's where she is chloe how are you
1: i'm doing great thank you so much for taking my call it's so great to talk to you guys you're such great mentors to me oh
0: we appreciate that how can we help today ken is very flattered yes very nice
1: Thank you. Um, So I just wanted to give a little background on myself before I ask my question. So I'm 18 years old, and I recently graduated high school in May, and I'm currently in my first semester of college, and I'm raising money through scholarships and um, doing that for college. And uh, I want to be not getting in debt. I'm trying to save as much money as I can so I can prevent myself from getting in debt. And my question is, I want to start saving now for my future. And what do you think is the best option for me as an eighteen year old?
0: Well, Chloe, you are wise beyond your years. Where did you even pick up all this mm-hmm. stuff?
1: Um, well, my family loves you guys in the Dave Ramsey show. My grandpa absolutely loves you. He's a great mentor to me. He would sit each of us down us grandkids and teach us about budgeting and the importance of not being in debt and yeah, he's very Way to awesome. Go.
0: Well, I love that you're studying and you. uh, you're going to college. What are you studying there?
1: Uh, for my undergrad, I'm doing communication sciences and disorders, and I'm trying to get my master's degree after that in speech-language pathology and hopefully a doctor's degree if I'm feeling up to it. Wow,
0: <laughs> Taking it all the way. What do you want to do with that? Do you want to be a speech pathologist?
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Cool. So th- this sounds to me like you've got a lot of school ahead of you, which means you have a lot to cash flow. And guess what else that means? It might mean we are not investing until we are done with school. Okay. It's hard to focus on three things at once because what happens is you start to cash flow school, but now you're investing, but now you don't have the money to cash flow school, so then we go into student loan debt, and then we can't invest later in life because we have student loan debt. Do you see how you're kind of the dog's wagging the tail here?
1: Right, yes definitely.
0: So I, I can feel in your heart that you are you want to get started investing and you're young and you want to make the most of the time. We're always preaching about getting started early with investing, but you have a lot of time ahead of you and I, am, I have no worries that you're going to be a multi-millionaire if you follow this path. If you wait, cash flow college, once we have a full-time job, then we can go hard investing 15% and focus on paying off our house and giving generously.
1: All right. How does that sit with you? I appreciate all of that.
0: Is that not what you wanted it, to hear?
1: pretty well. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved to start now and just keep pushing at that goal, but if I have to wait, then I will wait.
0: Once you've got it all cash flowed, then you can start looking at that. But right now, are you working full-time while you're in school? Where's your income coming from?
1: Uh, it's part-time. I'm working at Taco Bell currently right now, Cool. and I'm also babysitting as well. So
0: Awesome. Well, I would focus all of that energy on cash flowing school. Would you agree, Ken?
2: Yes, and I would also caution you, Chloe, to not just assume that getting a doctorate or a graduate-level degree is the best move. Now, it depends on which direction you're going, um, and, and I you have a pretty clear, it sounds like a general direction, um, but I really want you to be patient and be diligent. Patient to, uh, number one, uh, get through the stage that you're in now, uh, diligent to look into, okay, what is the best path for me to go forward? And if I've got to have that graduate level degree, I have to, meaning there's no way to do what I want to do without it, uh, then I'm going to do it. But do you always have to, uh, you know, go from uh, four-year to graduate level right away? Just, you know, I, I literally spoke to doctoral students at Vanderbilt recently. And honestly, I I thought it was a mistake that they asked me Come speak to him, because I'm Mr. Like, Education isn't the only way. If it's not the, the only way or the best way, don't do it. Like I'm Mr. Like, College as an experience just makes me want to throw up. If you got to do it, go for it. But just, I want to go to college. I think it's a complete waste of time and money. I know. I know. Freak some people out. But I'm an efficient guy. But they asked me to come in and speak to him, Chloe, because these doctoral students at Vanderbilt, these are smart people. By the way, he's in the area of, of sciences and all this kind of stuff. You know why they had me speak to them? Why is that? Because they had no freaking idea what they wanted to do with their career. Ooh. But they're getting doctorates. They just kept going so to more, more schools. So they bring in the simple guy who doesn't even have a degree, period. And they want me talking to all the smart eggheads. Why? Because <laughs> they they're just getting a degree to keep staying in school. And there is a, a growing movement here. So that's a big, long speech to say, hey, you're 18. You're extremely young your entire life is ahead of you. George's financial advice is absolutely spot on. But I would just add, hey, let's continue to keep keep our eyes up, head on a swivel. Where do we really want to go? Why do we want to go there? What's the best way to get there? Is there only one way to get there? And then you make those financial decisions based on what is going to allow me to get where I want to go? So the investing will take care of itself, but don't overcommit and don't assume that you got to go get all this high education. That's all I want you to hear. That's like my little dad speech, because i got kids your age. All right? <laughs> all
1: right. Thank you so much for that advice. I Boom. appreciate it. You bet.
0: Thanks for that soapbox. I enjoyed that. Well, but it's so true, because you hear, I'm going to get my master's, I'm going to get my PhD, and you go, slow, we, can we get a job for a little bit
2: and get some experience while we're at it? It's a lot of time, and it's a lot of freaking money. And yet, we, we we tend to remove logic from education conversations. But every parent I know would go, "Now wait a second, If they were going to spend a uh, hundred thousand dollars on a car, and they come home and go, "Hey, I want to buy that new Tesla that George is driving," and uh, I got to get it's a hundred thousand dollars, your par- parents would go, "Wait a second, whoa, slow Terrible your roll." idea. But you come home and go, "I want to go to college. I'm going to spend four years, and I'm going to come out of debt in 125 grand." They go a boy. Dad, so proud of you. There's an assumption that it's always a great investment. You know why? Because it's a great status symbol, George. Ooh. We throw logic out the window because, well, it's a status symbol. I mean, you can't go wrong with a degree you can't use and that you can't afford. Are you saying that parents
0: use this to improve their own reputation by going, well, my daughter, got, she's got a PhD,
2: Ken. I don't think it's as insidious as that. That's the cultural message that parents have now taken on as the norm meaning we've digested it we go oh well i mean you got to go from high school to college we look down our nose at the trades Mm. how many parents are excited to go to the block party and go hey we're really excited for buster jr he decided to skip four-year college and go to the local plumber trade school but you should be that proud if that's what Buster if Junior's Junior, making seventy grand well, straight
0: out of trade school, no doubt. Forget debt. about
2: the money for a second. What if Buster Junior likes working with his hands and serving people and fixing problems, and it gives him great joy? And Lord knows we need plumbers. Ken, I can't
0: turn a wrench to save my life. Neither can I. So uh, there's dignity in all types of work. And college is not always the answer. And student loan debt is never the answer. So let's make some wise decisions here. Let's move slowly and talk to your kids about this stuff. Don't let them wander into this. That's how you create the nightmare we're in today. This is The Ramsey Show. Give us a call 888-825-5225. In Phoenix, Arizona, for two completely sold out events on our Building Wealth tour. And it was the hot. Energy in the room was palpable. It was yeah.
2: hot outside, it was hot
0: inside, George. Cut it with a hot knife through butter, my friend. <laughs> so if you're thinking about joining us for one of these events, do not miss your chance. The events in Sacramento and San Antonio are completely sold out. So we just have a few seats left for Building Wealth Minneapolis on November 10th. So if you want tickets, you got to buy them now. Don't be mad at me when it's sold out because you waited too long prices go up this Friday for the event, so You can still get your early bird discount before it's too late. It's going to be Rachel Cruz, myself, Dr. John Deloney, Ken Coleman, Dave Ramsey. We'll all be there. It has been an awesome, awesome tour. We're going to talk about building wealth in this current economy and show you how you can get on the path to building wealth. So we've been to Phoenix. We're headed to Sacramento, November 1st, Minneapolis on the 10th and San Antonio to finish it out on November 15th. And tickets just start at 25 bucks. That's amazing in today's economy, Ken. I
2: would uh, charge more. I've told Dave this on the air. I think he's giving people too good a deal. It's too good of an event. Well, and the four-pack is 60 bucks. So that brings it down to 20 bucks a ticket. If By you, the way, John Deloney and I do a bonus session a before the uh, before the main event starts, and that thing has been going like crazy. So There were
0: some powerful moments in the room, Ken. A lot of tears shed, a lot of powerful stories shared, and a lot of breakthrough.
2: Yeah, so basically what John and I do for that, we just literally open it up to questions. It's the John Deloney Show and the Ken Coleman Show combined. So and the it's early been birds, the early birds come, and we just open it up to questions, and we never get to everybody. There are people standing in the aisles. I love it. Well, join us. Twenty-five
0: bucks, or if you do the four pack, it goes down to fifteen bucks a ticket. So go to RamsaySolutions slash events to reserve your seats now. Bring some friends. Borrow some if you have to. It's
2: worth it. Borrow friends, not money. Definitely never borrow money. All right, just but let I, let I could borrow sure, some George. friends. Ken,
0: sometimes I'm George, running George, you left. have
2: so many friends
0: on Instagram. But when it comes down to real friendships, it's just me and you, buddy. <laughs> just <laughs> holding down the fort. All right. Open phones this hour. 888 Cheetah joins us in Orlando. Cheetah, welcome to The Ramsey Show.
1: Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. So basically, I have a, kind of like a two-part question. So I found y'all because I was so stressed out. My refrigerator worked refrigerator broke down i didn't know how i was going to afford it all my credit cards were maxed out Ooh. and so i started looking at loans and then i on youtube and i was and then i came across dave ramsey so i've been looking at y'all I've been watching your videos i've been looking at the baby steps and so right now i'm on baby step one i saved up a thousand but i don't know should i save up more just in case my refrigerator breaks down
0: is the refrigerator running
1: Yeah, right now we just running again.
0: I almost want to hit the punchline, Ken. I won't do it. Why? You should go catch it. There it is. Oh, geez. Well, Cheetah, first of all, thank you for being one of our new listeners. When was the last time you just took a deep breath? Has it been a while? Has life been stressful?
1: It has. Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, we teach the baby steps in order. It hasn't changed in 30 years, and that's for a good reason. They work mm-hmm. every time you work it, and regardless of what inflation is doing and what, what life is happening, you need these quick wins. So I love that you already have that thousand dollars, and you're worried because you've had something happen in the past that's triggering you. Going, what if it's not enough? What if it's not enough?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's where this is coming from. Yeah. How much debt do you have?
1: Um, I have fifteen in credit cards and seven thousand in my
0: car. Fifteen thousand on the credit cards. Yes. And 7000 on the car.
2: What's your interest rate on those mm-hmm. credit cards? Uh,
1: 26%
2: Hello. Minimum on each one. All right. Now, I asked you on purpose. I knew it was going to be a crazy number like that, and even you had a hard time getting that out of your mouth because it's so painful. Mm-hmm. The reason I asked you that question is because that's the answer to your first question. The reason you only put $1,000... In that emergency fund, it's just to cover something like a fridge going out and you could be able to cover a repair to that. But what we've got to do is we've got to put every extra dollar not into the emergency fund, but to paying off the $15,000 in credit cards. My goodness, 26% on that. You ought to just do the math on that on what you're paying just an interest alone. And that will get you to the point where you're throwing up in your mouth. Now, it's a rather graphic <laughs> reference, but that's what this needs to be. It is. I that's know.
1: What I found y'all. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, hey, here's the good news. You can knock this out. Okay. But that's why mm-hmm. you don't put a thousand and five dollars or a thousand and two hundred dollars. It's a thousand dollars. Now move everything else into the baby steps. That George is, you know, going to walk you through. So, you how many mm-hmm. credit cards do you have? I have. Oh boy, she had to pause to remember. I
1: have eight. <laughs> Eight eight,
2: okay. eight credit cards. What's the smallest
0: yeah. balance?
1: Um, well, Ooh. I've been working on the baby set, so the smallest is thirty-five, and I got that paid off today. Lovely. Then the next one is one hundred six, and I'm gonna have the two more paid off by the end of October.
0: Nice. Do you, do you feel the excitement that you just had in your voice? Do you yeah. see what happened there? Yeah, that was the happiest you've been there on was this whole a call.
2: Physiological change in the way you begin to talk about paying off debt. So, what's your income?
1: Mm-hmm it is 2400 a month
2: but i'm starting to pick up overtime. Boom. Overtime and listen, part-time jobs right now are at a all-time premium in this economy. You yeah, make, i have a part-time job as well. What are you making in that part-time job per hour? Um, $15. Not enough. I keep doing that, but i'd look for something that's paying you 20 to 22 an hour. Mhm. You got it. I mean, we're like we're going after every extra nickel that we can get in the door. Yeah. On top of yeah. that, have you cut
0: because all of I've already your expenses? I'm
1: taking up at least at least 20 hours of overtime at my current job. That pays me already 40 hours of, of work.
0: Awesome. Oh, I like that. Okay. And you're not investing right now?
1: No. Uh, well, they both automatically already take 401k.
0: It's automatic? Like you can't stop that?
1: I have no idea. I haven't looked into that yet.
0: Let's look into that and see if they can pause that temporarily so that you can take whatever amount that is and be throwing that at the debt. Because at 26%, mm-hmm. this thing is going to be a cycle that will never end if we don't stomp this thing fast.
2: Yeah. Have you cut up those eight cards, like cut them up into itsy-bitsy pieces?
1: Well, some of them I lost. Uh, and then the other ones I was looking at yesterday with the scissors.
0: Well, that's more reason to shut that thing down. What if someone's using it right now?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. No, yeah. no, 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 not mm-hmm. Like, as soon as this call is over, I are calling it all of those companies saying, hey, I lost my card. I lost my credit and card. And also, I want to close I, this account as soon wanna, as I'm paying her. off. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little heartburn myself right now on the lost credit cards. I need, a, I need some Maalox. You need some Tums again? Tums, there She it is. remembered the Tums, Oh, Ken. you remember? You were watching the show when I ate Tums live on the air.
1: Yeah,
2: the oh. citrus tums. Wow, I
0: love. Yeah,
1: I've been. I she's a great last listener. Week and I've been watching every day. You are and awesome. I don't watch anything else but Dave Ramsey.
0: Yeah, every moment. The frivolous ones are helpful. Brewing ones. What's sponsorship, Briz brewing. brewing. We yeah. need a Tums sponsorship. Somebody
2: get on the phone with Tums, please. I'm a perfect spokesperson for that.
0: Well, right? Cheetah, <laughs> is there anything we can do to help? Have you been through Financial Peace University? No, I haven't. <laughs> We're going to take care You're of about you. about to today. Tell her what she's won, George. <laughs> she's won one year of Financial Peace <laughs> University, Ken. Nine lessons that will change the way you handle your money, Cheetah. So hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up. We're also going to throw in every dollar, the premium version, to connect to your bank account and help you track every single one of those overtime dollars coming in. You are going to crush this thing. Yes. And I cannot wait to hear your debt-free scream. Yes. This is what I'm here for, Ken. Yeah. A new listener who's going, I had eight cards, and I thought I was winning, and I started them going, I'll never pay a dime in interest. I'm going to get rewards and cash back, and then it becomes the emergency fund. I was just on Fox & Friends this morning, and they were talking about the crazy amounts of credit card debt soaring like wildfire. Yeah, here we are. And all those people opened it thinking, I'm going to pay it off every month, Sure. and it's wise because you get the cash back and the rewards, and here we are, $887 billion in credit card debt as a nation.
2: That's where we are right now? Yes, 20 listen I did not know well I knew the rate was going to be high the interest rate on a credit card when she told me 26% I almost spit into the mic it was Ooh. I really held it back it was 26%
0: these companies are predatory they're not your friend they're not sending you on vacation oh, for free no, they are winning the game George and it's on the backs of struggling Americans yeah. like Cheetah who are paying 26% interest so that you can brag about your free vacation you got on credit card points this is sad.
2: George, I think we need to organize a protest in front of all these corporate credit card buildings. I'm here for buildings. it. American
0: Distress, we're coming for you. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I was one of them, Ken. I used to think that way. And then I cut up the Discover card, cut up my Amex Sky Miles, And now I just pay for my vacations myself. Yeah. And you save me money. Great.
2: You save me money with your hacks.
0: Southwest hack. Good stuff. 160 bucks, you say, feels good to take control. And you can too, America. We're here for you.
3: 888-825-5225. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people.
0: George Camel, joined by Ken Coleman this hour. You're listening to The Ramsey Show, and there's a lot of places to listen these days. We are, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SiriusXM, iHeart, Amazon Music. You can listen through your smart speaker if you're tech savvy, and of course, radio. Yeah. The GOAT. Over 600 stations now. And can we get reviews yeah. on occasion on some of these platforms? Yeah. And producer James sent us one that I thought was very interesting, and it pertains to you. Do you want to hear it?
2: Uh, Pertains to us, as I recall. That's right. uh, To us as
0: a combo. So this is a review. Yeah. When George Camel and Ken Coleman work the phones together, it's like putting root beer and ice cream together. Both good tasting products separately, but pure bliss when combined. Don't waste your time listening to all the mushy junk out there. If you have some spare time, highly recommend this podcast.
2: You know, I've been called a lot of things. Pure bliss is not one of pure them? Pure bliss is not one of them. I promise you, I've never been referred to as pure bliss, but I, I just wanted to, uh, do you think you're the root beer or the uh, vanilla ice cream? I think you're the vanilla
0: ice cream, for obvious reasons. <laughs> is milky that right? Milky complexion, oh, it and see, very smooth. Oh, I see. Yeah. Interesting. I get some zip and zang to me
2: oh, on occasion. Is, is, that right? is that what you call it? Zang? Zang. Zang. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who's nobody who. knows. Well, that's a very nice review. V- Thank you for that. Thank you very much. We like being. Hey, so we are your root beer float this hour, and we've been called worse things. Yes, both publicly and privately. So by the we way, appreciate I don't that. know about that because I don't read the comments because it gives power to keyboard cowards. Ooh, George on the other hand likes to hang like out in dark cowards. corners of the internet. That's what I call it. see all the awful things people say.
0: Well, Ken, you know if you only read the good stuff, your head explodes. Not if you true. Only read the bad stuff, no, 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 you no I don't read
2: any comments.
0: Oh, okay, neither good nor bad. No. All right. That's fair. That's, yeah. That's why you're so healthy.
2: Yeah. I, I, I really don't have to worry about it when I go to bed at night. I feel fantastic about myself. It
0: fuels me. But you know, here's what I have found. You're too neurotic. A lot of people deal with the haters out there, but the haters, they're they're drinking their own poison. They right. They're hurt people, and yeah. they're trying to throw right. a grenade over at us. Right.
2: So I don't want to give them any power. I want to give them no credibility. There's actually a bigger lesson here. What's that? The critics don't count. There it is. The critics don't count. They're on the they're on the bleachers of life. They're the keyboard warriors. They'd never say this stuff to my face.
0: Well, there's too many people to help out there to be worrying That's about the critics. That's the other thing. Which Let's is help what we're some here people. For. 888-825-5225. Natalie joins us next in Pensacola. Natalie, welcome to the show.
4: Hi, Ken and George. How are you guys?
0: Doing great. How can we help?
4: Perfect. Uh, So my husband and I are on steps four, five, and six. Um, He is actually leaving active duty military and transitioning to the airlines. He was hired by several of the major airlines. I feel super lucky and yes, we just have some choices. But my question is uh, a couple months ago, we temporarily stopped investing to beef up our emergency fund for this career switch. And now we got it to where we want it to be. So I'm wondering, do we continue investing in our Roth IRAs or pause it as we kind of navigate these different waters of like paycheck? Um, I know he'll have a, a lower paycheck while he's in training. Um, so yeah, I'm not really sure how to navigate this career transition and the money. Is that he
2: we will be losing? Is, is is he getting a steady paycheck?
4: Uh, he is right now with the military up until December. That'll be his final paycheck. And then after that, he will be uh, receiving pay through one of the airlines. And they have, I think it's like half of what he makes right now while he's in training. And How the long will that And about four
2: months. Okay. So starting in December, there's going to be yes. a four month period where he's making less money. Are you making any money in that time?
4: I'm not. I stay home with my kids. Great.
2: Fantastic. Okay. So, so can you guys, have you already talked about what that budget's going to look like in those four months? I presume you have since you're on Baby Steps 4, 5, and 6. You've done this well.
4: Yeah. Honestly, we really haven't. Um, well, let's start we've, there. We've, okay.
2: Here's, okay. Wh- here's why.
4: We, okay. We don't need to
2: make a decision uh, that is up high until we focus on where we are right now. So pausing the retirement and all that stuff, George will, that's all all baby step stuff. I'll let him address that, but I I just want to make sure you understand that we don't create a reality based on feeling instead of fact. So Mm -hmm. let's look at what he's going to actually bring in from December to, let's call it April or whatever that four month Mm -hmm. season is, and then what our budget needs to look like. Let's start there. Then we decide, Uh, on on, on pausing or or re-upping. And I'll just ask, since I'm already talking to you, when you paused the retirement 15% Baby Step 4, were you not at a three to six months, or did you do that to add additional months to the three to six months emergency fund? Uh,
4: We were more at the three months and we added it up. Now we're at like a six month emergency just to kind of, again, for this career transition, just to make me feel better, really. Uh, So we're at the six months now.
0: Yeah. What I sense is happening is the security gland is flaring and the emergency sirens are going off and you're saying, I'm not sure we're going to be okay when the income goes in half. And so that's what Ken said is let's make a budget and put this on paper and go, can we actually afford all of our bills And if so, then we need to continue investing. We don't need to stay out of the market while these stocks are on sale. So I would get back into it and if the paycheck's two thousand, we do fifteen percent of two thousand. If the paycheck's five thousand, we do fifteen percent of five thousand. So I would continue on and make that a habit that you do no matter what, unless there's a true storm where he actually loses his job. That's when we go, okay, "Okay, we're gonna pause investing.
4: Okay, perfect. Okay. Thanks
0: so much for the call. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to move on to Mary in Providence, Rhode Island. Mary, welcome to the show.
5: Hello. Nice to talk to you guys.
0: Great to talk to you. How can we help?
5: Um, so I, well, me and my husband, because I am married, we have about 35000 in student loans, but it's all from me getting my bachelor's. And I mentioned to him that, like, I just want to get really intense about paying it off. Um, but he, when I mentioned get, for myself, getting a second job, he really wasn't for that. Um, because you know he's worried about our daughter with childcare. how is that going to work out with child care but i'm trying to think of ways that i can add extra income into our family because um, i want to feel like i'm contributing to paying it off and i want it to go as quick as possible so that's like where my question is like how can i help cut where we can cut and bring an in income without you know raising mm-hmm. our child care costs
0: are you full-time caretaker right now for the kids
5: Um, no, we have one daughter, um, I, yeah, I mean, I take care of her, but she goes to daycare, which is already taking up a lot of our money there.
0: Okay. So you are working outside of the home currently? Yes. Okay. What's your income?
5: Um, so our income together, both of our income is about 6,600 a month. It can flux because my husband's a carpenter.
0: Okay. Is that take-home pay?
5: Yeah, that's, that's take-home pay.
0: Okay. So you're taking home 80 grand. And so the question is, how much of that 80 grand can we throw at this 35 and get this thing gone really fast? And what you're saying is, yeah. hey, what if we could take that to 90 grand? What would that do for the debt? Yeah. Now, yeah. as far as childcare, how does that affect the daycare? Is he just saying, hey, if you're going to be um, gone tonight, night, I've got to take care of her?
5: Yeah, that's his thing is that, you know, like even if I ask families to watch her, my family's still expecting some kind of of kind of, you know, compensation because I had family watching her before and it didn't really make that much of a bit into our child care costs. So it's it's just a matter of he he feels like he can earn more being like doing carpentry work versus me trying to go out and
0: Well, is he willing to bust it and do some Georgia. extra work?
5: I feel like he is, but I don't know if he's as intense about getting out of the debt as I am.
0: Mm. So you're not really on the same wanna, page like, put, about your goals here.
5: Yeah. So that yeah. feels like the A1. Uh, Yeah.
0: Does he not feel the urgency around these student loans? Is that all of your debt, or is there more?
5: No, that's that's all of it. It's all my student loans. That's that's it. I mean, it's outside of our mortgage.
0: Well, it's his student loans, too. Y'all are married, right? Yes. So it's our student loans. And he has
5: said that. He said that. He's like, you know, it's it's ours now because we are married. But I just, I guess I feel like I... I have that charge of, like, I want to go tackle it and be quick about it, and I feel like more
0: lax with it. Yeah, you're energized about this. Well, how about this? I'll put you guys through Financial yes. Peace University if he's willing to go through it. You think he'd be willing to do it?
5: I, I think he would be.
0: Well, you tell him. This is my vision. I want you on board. I want you just as excited as I am. So hang on the line. Austin's going to pick up. We're going to hook you guys up with Financial Peace University. If he's not fired up by the second lesson, I don't know what's going to get through to him. But that's going to okay. help you guys decide on what's next and what these side hustles look like and what childcare looks like. But this debt is gone within a year, maybe a year and a half.
5: Oh, that'd be nice. You really got this, nice. Mary.
0: We're cheering you on. This is The Ramsey Show. to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ramsey Personality, George Campbell, host of the Fine Print and Entree Leadership Podcast, joined by the host of the Ken Coleman Show. You guessed it, Ken Coleman himself. There it is. We spent
2: a lot of time and money on that show. We got there. Hours and hours of brainstorming to come up with the Ken Coleman Show. Landed in a good place. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, if you didn't know, folks, you can visit us right here at our headquarters, south of Nashville, Tennessee, and we love to have visitors. Yes. Occasionally, a visitor has a question and so
2: we put them on the debt-free stage and they get to ask their question live right in front of us we like that it's uh for guys like us with adhd it's a it's a mix in the rhythm you know to we see like the it. caller
0: yeah so who do we have on the stage well today we have lisa and uh you're from honolulu
6: hawaii i am you Can came you tell all me the, the way tan?
0: the tan is what yes, sold me on you're
6: it. glowing i know
0: <laughs> what is your question today lisa
6: So I'm 54 and debt-free and in a situation where, thanks to Ken, doing very well on a new job.
0: Awesome. yeah, It's been
6: wonderful. Um, But I want to make the wisest of what I'm making right now. So my question is, should I be just fully uh, funding my retirement because I am behind, or can I simultaneously fund my retirement at this age of 54 and still save for possible purchasing a condo in Hawaii which of course Hawaii is very expensive and that's probably what I could afford um, and I'm thinking initially purchasing it and then having it as a maybe a rental until I can take over and maybe it be my retirement place or do I just throw everything into retirement? How much is in point? retirement? Uh, about a one hundred and twenty.
0: Okay, and that's it? You don't have any pensions or anything else going on? No. Is it a 401k situation?
6: 401k and Roth.
2: And Roth, okay. Mm
6: -hmm. Are you renting right now? I am, but it's a situation with family, so I have the lowest um, expenses that I've had in my lifetime. So I want to make the best of it because I've been given a lot of kindness from the family, which is great, and do the wisest thing. So if that situation changes, I'm ready to move into... A possible place that could be my retirement place. Mm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I would want you to have a paid for primary residence before we jumped into investment property. How much cash do you have?
6: Um, just enough for a, a six month, um, my emergency fund. Okay. So I'm really starting from scratch with the new job. And um, so I'm just looking for that. So this would be, yeah. So that's my question. Like I, I can stay where I am for quite a long time to either save for and it's not necessarily an investment property that I want it for, but I want it to be my primary mm-hmm. property when the time comes
0: yeah well i I don't think an investment property is a necessary part of your future right mm-hmm. now, but what I do think is necessary is catching up on retirement okay. because I don't want you working till seventy because you don't have enough in retirement and you've got this mortgage on this investment property that we're hoping. You know, is cash flowing? We're hoping that the renter pays, and all of these variables in there. So, I would want you maxing out all you can on retirement. Anything beyond that, I would want you to save up and get your own place.
6: Okay, so I guess my question would be: If I'm getting uh, my own uh, place, would it be uh, that would be my primary residence, basically, at some point? Okay. Yeah.
0: So I think the investment property is a is a further down the road yeah. dream.
6: Yeah, and I'm not thinking it as as an investment property. I'm just like primarily when uh, getting a property right now would be too much, it would be fifty percent of my income. Oh yeah. So I would have now, what, to what does a
0: condo in Hawaii cost?
6: Yeah.
2: A half a million easily?
6: No, a small, simple condo is now up to let's say three.
2: 300. And, 800 and then, square feet. But you're in a new job, and I just wonder, and I know it's early on, but yes. do you see a path for promotion and a ladder to where you can grow your income as well over the next two, three, five, seven years? Yes. So your your income increasing is a big part of this. Yes. Right? So if we get caught up on the in, on the investing into retirement yeah. as you grow, right? Uh, and I know it's not fun maybe to not have your own place. But, in this situation, George, I, I think as you look to increase your income through promotion and growing professionally, that's when we can save on a down payment. But getting yourself back into that retirement rhythm and and getting that caught up is is the better move right now.
6: Okay, because I guess my concern is that I'll get to retirement, and the only thing I could end up, let's say, worst case scenario, I have to go into a senior citizen home. <laughs> I mean, not senior, but senior housing where they take your income into play. And then they look and they go, "Oh my goodness, she's got a great retirement. She doesn't qualify for there and I don't have a place of residence." You know, Okay, so let's put up. some Does that real make sense.
2: Yes, but I think you're a, and I think it makes sense, but you're 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 basing that question on the emotion of fear. True? It's the worst-case scenario you just hit us with. Yeah. Okay. So, let's just put some real numbers at play. Uh, 20% down payment on a $300,000 condo is 60 60 grand. Yep. So how long would it take you if you get back on your retirement schedule and you're investing there with, with increases in your income, maybe you're taking on a side hustle- Already a doing that do, thanks to you. There you go. So, <laughs> so my point is, how long would it take you realistically to get 60000 saved up? Two years. Okay, then. You know that for a fact.
6: Pretty sure. You, you can, can hold save thirty grand a year I'm while funding retirement. At 15%. Okay. Great. So that's the thing. Is it, do I stay at 15% with the Smart Investor Pro? And yeah, then. That's
2: the question, George. Are you recommending you go above and beyond the 15%? No, I would still do 15%. And based on your income, that
0: might mean you get some of those catch up contributions. Yeah. You're going to be fine. Past 50.
2: So now let's, resa- let's reset this. Okay. All right. Two years from now, you've got your 20% down payment and you have your own place. Mm-hmm. You're not going to an old person's home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You- <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm I don't want you to, planning for I'm trying that. to set <laughs> you free there. Like <laughs> that's this, why I'm trying to plan better. Yeah, but it's like you you gave the absolute worst case scenario, yeah. and that's not even realistic. What's realistic is uh, you're going to have a down payment for a condo, and maybe even a nicer condo than you even think in the next two to three years. Is it worth two or three years of waiting and being diligent? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Freaking mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking that the uh, actual monthly payment, though, would be not uh, 25% of my income. That's where the the well, catch is. because So what has to
2: change? So what has to be true for that
0: to be different?
6: Oh, increase in income.
0: <laughs> increase in income and increase in down payment.
2: Oh, okay. Which means you may have to wait three years. Maybe right. three, four, five-year okay.
0: journey to get there.
2: Again, none of this has you as an old but person I, I going don't. into a home where they're going, well, you can only afford
0: this. <laughs> well, and I don't think that the investment property is going to be the savior that you think it is.
6: Yeah, and into I, that. I guess I probably worded it wrong. I wasn't looking at it as an investment, but initially moving into it wouldn't be realistic for me at the income I'm at. So having someone rent it until I either also dump money into it on top of what they can cover for the mortgage. Does that make sense? I mean, you see, I understand where I'm what you're asking.
2: Do you understand what she's asking? Yes. But no, it doesn't make sense. You're better okay. off to do what George said: the 15%.
6: Okay.
2: Busted at work. Okay. Save, save, save. Yeah. Your
6: Biggest down payment, bring yes. down the actual. Okay. The goal is payment. for
0: you to have yeah. no house payment whatsoever Correct. in yeah. retirement.
2: Absolutely. And then that is an investment, but it's something you live in.
6: And then now yes. you have
2: options. But you also have a, a really great retirement account over here where you've done very, very well. You've been very, very diligent. And then you've got a great home situation that is also going to pay you.
6: All you right. got this. I literally just turned 54 a couple of days ago, so well, happy I was just birthday. like, I need to find this out. You're good, though. Settled. You
0: got a lot of life ahead of you. Yeah, you're yeah. Good. It's not too late. You're okay. You're
6: good. You're good. All right. Well, thank, thank you. you so yeah, much. you're I appreciate you visiting. Thank you,
0: guys. Congrats, by the way, on the new gig.
6: Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. All right.
0: Ken, this is a big one. I was speaking at a church this Sunday, and a guy came up to me during a break, and he was in tears, because I'd mentioned on the stage, I said, hey, and if you're older, it's never too late. Some of the most inspiring stories are the ones who are 70 years old, and for the first time in their life, they're debt-free. Yeah, And a lot of people think, well, I'm 46. I learned this stuff. I'm 52. It's never too late. As long as you can fog a mirror, there is hope for you yet. Yeah,
2: I agree with that. And I think that I love this question because this is a very accomplished professional, all right? And she's sitting there, and she's going, I'm worried that I'm going to have the government tell me what kind of retirement condo I can live in. Because I'm going to have nothing. And that's real fear. Fear mm. is debilitating. And so what we did in that little exercise, I, I want to make sure the audience, a lot of new people listening and watching the show, what we deal with on this show are facts. We look at real numbers and we go, what's real, not what is the boogeyman underneath the bed? And it's really important to go, all right, let me step back and see, based on my desired future, what must be true for me to get there? And when we begin to deal with facts, we begin to do two things. Number one, we're really clear, and that makes us confident, right? And then when that confidence takes place and we go, oh, it can be done, now I can walk the path that the Ramsey Show gives us. And then it's It's up to you to decide, am I going to do it? That's right. But it's a lot easier to do when you're confident that it can be done. Mm-hmm. And that's the social proof.
0: That's, that's right. the dead free screams, yep. all the success stories. Love it. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to all the folks in the booth keeping the show afloat and to our listeners out there and, of course, to my stellar co-host, Ken Coleman. We'll be back with you before you know it. Do you love a good day, Brand? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube. If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like Ramsey Call of the Day.
3: Check out our new Ramsey Call of the Day podcast. It'll give you a quick hit of advice about life and money in under 10 minutes. Listen to the Ramsey Call of the Day wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.